0: Feral Audio Put your hands together Put your hands together Put your hands together Put your hands together Put your hands What's up everybody? Together. Thanks for coming out to Put the UCB. You Put your hands together
1: with the most S Uh, one one time one round of applause for you for being here this is beautiful look how beautiful you all are this is going to be the best Cam and Ria are gone they're in international waters they're floating the high seas on a beautiful cruise Uh, they asked me to come guest host it's a lot of pressure being just one woman but I think Cam and Ria know that I am approximately the size of two lesbians stacked one on top of the other I make a tidy substitute for two individuals. If you threw a trench coat on me, I would just look like two tiny ladies who do it with each other. That's it. That's it. Uh, You already knew I was a lesbian person. You can see my hair. Uh, It's a real time saver. Handy when I meet new people. I don't have to tell them I have a girlfriend. They already know. Uh... Little tip, if you want to cop this style, you totally can. You can get this haircut. You can't just ask for the gay. That's not what it's going to get you. I don't know what that haircut technically is. If you want to get this hairstyle, what you have to ask for is the rich three-year-old. That's the look (laughs) that I am working with. I look like a child who could throw a fit in a Whole Foods to no consequence. That's... (laughs) That's me. It's a lot of pressure to bring enough lesbian to the stage. I am not even technically speaking a lesbian person. I am in a lesbian relationship. It's beautiful. I love her very much. I'm not just saying that because she's in the room. Uh, I really do. I love my girlfriend very much, but I don't just love women. Dudes are great too. Dudes are terrific. I love everybody in between. I've done the whole damn thing. Got gotten dude parts hard, gotten lady parts wet. I've done it all. <laughs> Life is a buffet. Eat a wiener. Have a slice of pie. They're all
0: delicious.
1: (laughs) Or kind of funky. Either way, they're all kind of the same and great. I love it. Uh, (laughs) I finally figured out my sexual identity. It turns out uh, I love sex, but I hate people. Anybody else? (laughs) Pretty sure my sexuality falls on the autism spectrum. I think that's actually right where it belongs. Still, I'm trying to I'm trying to gay it up, to it up enough for this show and, and for my entire life. I spent the weekend uh, being actively very gay. I planted a vegetable garden. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Does not get gayer than that. For a lesbian woman, that combines two things. Lesbians love tools and free food. This is great. (laughs) It's going to be great. I didn't realize this. I'm a novice gardener. Uh, I'm learning some things. I went shopping to get the appropriate tools for my garden. I did not realize that I was buying murder weapons. That's all it is. Every gardening tool is one step away from killing someone. I bought like a three-pronged metal monster that either looks like I'm going to bust up a clod of dirt or smite my enemies and give them a small frontal lobotomy. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm super excited about a pile of vegetables. I'm going to have so many zucchinis, you guys. Why does everybody plant zucchinis when nobody eats them? I don't know, but I did it. I joined the crew of dummies that's going to have a three-pound individual zucchini. I'm going to be the least popular person at every potluck through the entire summer. Uh, That's my big plan. Uh, I'm hoping the vegetable garden will get me eaten right. It's got it. something's gotta do it. God damn it. Uh, I'm gaining weight at an alarming clip. It's happening so fast. Uh, <laughs> that was my plan. I moved to Los Angeles a couple of years ago. The big idea was gain enough weight to size into sassy secretary territory. That's where I want to get. I'm just a few pounds away from those casting calls. Anything that's in a moo-moo, uh, that's in any role that gives you advice about relationships, even though I'm never in one. That's what I'm shooting to play. Really trying. Uh, I don't care. Just more me to love. I have a body that works, man. Size it on up. I'll be a size queen. That's fine with me. Uh, (laughs) I love my body. The world does not want me to. It's getting increasingly hard to shop like a normal human being. Uh, I had to buy these pants. Uh, Go ahead. Take a look. Stare at them. They look exactly like every other pair of pants I've ever bought. I had to buy a new pair of pants because my old pair got a hole in them. Uh, I think you already know where that hole was. (laughs) Every pair of pants gets the same hole. It's always in the thigh of my pants. Don't be shy. Look at them. Look at the
0: thighs.
1: (laughs) Get your turkey, everybody. I brought the gravy. It's right here. Every pair of pants I've ever owned, they just all explode. Right here. These are perfect thighs. Perfect! But apparently pants... Can't contain perfection. They can't do it. (laughs) They all just explode. And I have a hole. A hole in my thigh. And that would be fine with me if I had a little hole in my pants if it was like a sexy hole. If it was like a sassy little hole in my pants. (laughs) But it's not! There's nothing sexy about the hole that will exist in these pants someday! I know! I feel bad for these pants! I know their future! There's gonna be a hole right here and there's not gonna be anything sexy about it! These are still (laughs) just sausage casings! You're not gonna get a digit anywhere toward my lady bits! You're gonna get stuck and we're both gonna get embarrassed! There's nothing hot! (laughs) about the hole. It's not going to be a sleek, sexy hole. Not with my thighs. Nuh-uh. My thighs want to get out and see the world. (laughs) Like as much of my thigh as can make it out of that hole is going to come out of that hole. It's going to look like I popped open a tube of biscuits. That's what it's going to look like. (laughs) So I had to buy these new pants and there is no dignity for me in shopping anymore. I was shopping at a Target, because that's how I live. Uh, not a proud thing, but I'll admit it. Uh, I just want to look like the proletariat. You know, I want to identify with the people. Uh, I was shopping at a Target, and I attempted to try on an extra-large garment, because I know what I am. I am an extra-large woman or a medium man. That's what I am. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a leg garment, they were pants, and I was trying to pull them up, and they just stopped. They just stopped their ascension. They just ceased to move, and then nothing would go up. And I was stuck with pants around my, like I couldn't move anyway, and I was in a Target dressing room. I don't, the lighting there is engineered to make you feel disgusting. It's just, every, the light just casts a shadow so that every dimple on your body is just a pocket, it's just a black hole, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm in this terrible light with extra large pants stuck around my leg and I didn't know what to do. Like, I haven't grown that rat. I have not outsized a target extra large. That shouldn't even be possible. Like, that shouldn't... Target extra large should be bioengineered to fit any human body. That's what should happen. If you need a target extra large, it should just form to your shape. That's... we, We have the science. Apparently a guy can grow food on Mars, I guess. We can move objects across the room without touching them. We can do so much but you're telling me we can't make astro clothes that will form to our bodies I don't buy it (laughs) this is the patriarchy trying to keep me down I'm assuming (laughs) and I panicked I panicked I didn't know who I was if I'm not a target extra large and then I realized what happened I did not get bigger than a target extra large the target extra large got smaller (gasps) (laughs) they did they made the extra large smaller because target now has a plus size section I like that. Oh, that's a good response. Your fear, I felt your fear. That was the same fear I felt. I don't know. No, you can't do that. People who wear bigger sizes want normal clothes in bigger sizes. Do not confine us to some weird corner right by the maternity section. Like, we don't know what you're doing. Like, you just show us the pants with the giant elastic waistbands. Like, maybe you could just go over there, giant. No! No! No, I don't want to go to a Target plus size. That's just what Target thinks big people look like, and I don't buy it, Target. I'm not buying that. You can't just shove a rack of ponchos in my face and call it a plus size section. Have you seen it? That whole section is just ponchos. It's like 97% ponchos, 3% Kanye-esque sweatpants. And no, a poncho is not a plus size. There's no such thing as a plus size poncho ponchos are all the same size poncho that's the only size of poncho <laughs> don't slap a 3x on that i'm not buying it i bought a poncho everybody of course I did. i'm i basically wearing it this is a sweatshirt that will grow with me forever i don't have to worry about it one size fits all in this sweatshirt come and join me i could probably fit two or three other people in this I feel bad for the listening audience at home. I've talked about nothing except what I look like, and they can't see me at all. Again, just picture two lesbians stacked on top of each other, and I think you've got a pretty rough idea of what you're working with. I love this show. Are you all happy tonight? Are you all enjoying yourselves? Well, thank you for letting me yell at you about myself. How about some other people get to do the same? We have such an awesome lineup tonight. Are you excited? Oh my god, Todd Berry, Sarah Silverman, are you into that? Those are recognizable names that you're excited about, right? That that kind of response. Look, I know I presented it kind of minimizing like I was my head was down and I was muttering a little bit, but you heard those names, right? Are you excited about it? <laughs> This is my favorite show in Los Angeles, and it's because of you. You're so great. This audience is wonderful, and I know these comics are looking forward to it, so how about we welcome one to the stage? What do you say? I like it. Your first comedian for the evening made his way to Los Angeles from Seattle. We're so glad to have him. Put your hands together so big for Justin Clark. Justin (laughs) Clark! Ball shorts. Are you ready? Are you ready for your next comedian? Yeah, you can catch his crowd work tour special on Netflix, and you know him from his own show, the Todd barry podcast. Put your hands together for Todd barry everybody! Uh, you did you see the show in Yeah. Oh, for Sketchfest? Yeah. Yeah. Sketchfest is great.
2: It is great.
1: I was also up there. What, uh, you did put your hands together there. What else that. brought you up there? Did you record um, your podcast up there? The Todd Berry Show, oh, everybody did. should yeah, listen to? Oh, yeah,
3: I did. The Todd Berry Podcast. The
1: Todd Berry Podcast, Don't excuse the wrong me. the
3: title. No one will be able to find Nobody it.
1: Nobody could find it. There's no, there's nothing on the internet that could possibly help direct you to the right place <laughs> if you happen to type in The Todd Berry Show. No, right. Nothing, nothing. You're hopeless. You'd be adrift in a sea of <laughs> endless websites.
3: All right, you make your point. I didn't deserve the beating you just gave
1: me. I'm so sorry. Um... I'm just feeling very fortunate that I did not wear your exact shirt. I almost wore really? a yeah. short sleeve button up with dots.
3: Really? You went to Old Navy and threw down $8? This
1: was a Uniqlo purchase, actually. Oh, really? and Uniqlo. In fact, I could have saved some money on Old Navy, it sounds yeah. do like. Do
3: they have Uniqlo in LA?
1: Uh, yes, they do. Oh, Yeah, man. they do now, and in San Francisco. Oh, man. As a New York man, they've been there forever, right? Uniqlo's been a thing in New York forever. That's a why few the years, puffy yeah, jackets? yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. It's pretty good, right?
1: I kind of like them.
3: It's all plain and yeah, boring. It's so
1: and, basic. I, I can't help and it. Like it's great.
3: $18 and yeah. free alterations. You know? They
1: do that? I got to look at it. They'll uh, yeah,
3: you you hem your pants, they'll like, come back in two hours.
1: I can't tell if people are bored or getting really helpful tips right now. <laughs> <laughs> books have learned that I you think, can uh, search for things on I the think, internet conveniently
3: I think that uh,
1: shirts at Old just Navy threw me cheaper. under the bus Oh uh, yeah I probably did without um, even realizing it I'm just I pushing know. aren't
3: podcasts kind of all boring
1: yes probably <laughs> yes somebody's working anytime right now anytime I listen to podcast go oh,
3: chit chat <laughs> but I mean that's what's nice about
1: them all <laughs> except of course for the Todd Barry podcast which yeah, is yeah which
3: is all fucking
1: non-stop exciting
3: edited down to the perfect essence notes it's
1: so. the action movie of podcasts yeah
3: Are you on this podcast regularly?
1: Uh, I do the show relatively often, I suppose. Every couple months I stop by.
3: Okay. I feel bad I've never listened.
1: Don't worry. I never listen to the episodes that I'm on, which is, you know, probably healthy, honestly.
3: I guess we're even.
1: Yeah. That seems like even Steven. Uh, what else are you doing in Los Angeles? Where can people go see you? If this is coming out next week, where can people um, see Todd Berry?
3: Oh, I've got some uh, tour dates. I'm this goes all over the world. It's, oh, it
1: certainly does. This is global. a
3: podcast that you can only hear in LA. <laughs> uh, I'm doing some, like, uh, I'm doing Charleston, South Carolina. I'm doing three sort of uh, non-New York City shows, Albany, Ithaca. Um, what's the other one? Syracuse. I got the Sasquatch Festival. Nice. Um... Got some a show in Memphis. I don't know if tickets are on sale yet.
1: Well, they will be soon,
3: they will be, and uh, some other dates. you
1: Another don't get that confused with <laughs> any other similar sounding <laughs> website.
3: He's eating a Snickers bar, you don't see that.
1: Those yet. really satisfy. <laughs> Top everybody. Brilliant comedian, brilliant actress. Everybody put your hands together for the one and only Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman! Sarah, from the back, of put your hands together. How are you this evening? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Uh, if I may compliment you personally, your fresh air interviews are my favorite. Fresh air, your most recent one. Uh, when did you? That was like a couple months ago that you talked yes. to us, right? Yeah. After your amazing movie, I smile yeah. back. <laughs> She's such a fan. When Terry's a fan, you can tell. Really? You make her snort laugh.
4: I love Terry Gross uh. No one knows what she looks like Although I do, I've seen her and stuff Am I wrong in thinking that she's very small? Uh, yes, yeah, no. She, you're she's right. Tiny you're person. right in thinking that she's small. Kind of love that. She, um, Mike Berbiglia did a great short film that she stars in, and it's oh, incredible. right.
0: How <laughs> have I not
4: seen that? As
1: kind of a super fan, I'm a bit of ashamed of myself. You should be. I uh, love it. I will. I'm. A, that's what I'm going to do when I get home tonight. Thank you. So My viewing tips. That my homework's done for the evening. That's all <laughs> I'm going to do. Uh, Yeah, favorite interviews ever. Um, I think you've better articulated my own opinion about taxes the last time I caught you on Fresh Air. Uh, Left field question, perhaps, but I just admire anybody. Uh, Okay, I feel like I'm a person who's benefited too much from taxes other people pay, and as somebody who people perceive as perhaps being quite financially secure, kind of awesome that you take the bold stance that you should
4: be giving something back. Am I putting words in your mouth? Uh, no, I mean I. I'm doing fine. I live in a little apartment. I own it. I own my car, and uh, I keep my overhead low. And I suggest uh, people do the same. You don't need a fancy purse. It's a. It's a bag. It holds stuff. Get a backpack. You're being fucking ridiculous. I like. It. And uh, yeah, I was raised in New Hampshire by parents who. Um, or just uh, you know, my dad always taught us that it's a, uh, a you know, it's a, a great thing to be able to pay taxes, and it it paves our roads and schools and helps uh, people in need, and uh, that's how that's how it's done, baby. Yeah. Well, I like it, and if nobody heard that on Fresh Air, I'm glad
1: they can hear it here on Put Your Hands Together. Good. we're going to keep the gravy train rolling and your next guest so incredible so so very funny writer for The Letterman Show producer on The Daily Show big round of applause please for Jenna Friedman Jenna hi, <laughs> How how's it going Doing so good I first saw you at a show in Oakland called Tourette's Without Regrets. I
5: love that show.
1: Which is more of a
5: phenomenon than a show. It was so fun. It was in a wrestling ring. It,
1: the- oh, that's right. A wrestling ring one. There's always like 1,500 people there. Yeah. It's always in a weird giant fire trap. Yeah. And there's always something on fire, someone naked. I somebody got flashed. It. Ooh, you got flash. I felt like a rock star. Male or female? Female. You got some boobies. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't just somebody
5: not wearing a shirt at the show? Definitely flashed. Okay. Because I took a photo of it. Deliberately. I I got got flagged on Facebook or whatever, Instagram. Free the nipple, honestly. That's just a fan
1: showing their devotion. It's cool. There's no sexual... I mean, that's not overtly sexual content, in my opinion. I didn't interpret it that way. It's also really sad that all the eggplants are off Instagram. All I want to see are nipples and dicks on my Instagram. If that could exclusively be... If that was just my whole feed, I'd be happy. Did you ever fall into that Instagram hole? The uh, Eggplant Friday Instagram hole?
5: No. They have
1: since all been removed. But it was a hashtag that men would use to show generous pictures oh. of their wine. Oh, okay. So it was like a dick pic that you had to hunt.
5: It didn't come to you. I really
1: dick pics.
5: I didn't understand it either, but it is such an intimate No, portrait. I understand them. I don't receive them. Oh, I don't yeah. really receive them. I've gotten like a couple dick uh, lithographs. Just kidding. That's, that's pretty sweet. But what if you did? Mm-hmm. I mean, A it's, dick pen and ink.
1: It's kind know? of a stamp just built into the body. Like if yeah. you just dip that in ink and then slap it on a piece of paper. Yeah, it's like a
5: yeah, that actually, that that's, makes a lot of sense. That's probably art. That is art, I, I think sure. that's art.
1: Uh, I'm excited, but well, you're
5: following the election, and I imagine you're making ranch stuff about the election. I'm trying to make stuff about the election, yes. It's such a carnival of crazy. Your comedy is
1: insightful and brilliant, and I would Aww. love to follow all of your commentary regarding our current situation in electoral politics. So, Aww, wh- where? where?
5: Oh, um, I... Post stuff on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet. I'm working on a little project I can't talk too much about, but it involves the campaign trail, and hopefully, it'll all be great. It's super exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited, excited about it. About that. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing us tonight. Thank you, thank you for having for me in this chat. super fun. You're mm-hmm. very funny. I do what I can. I do what I can.
1: Thank you, Jenna. jenna friedman she's so funny one more time she's so so funny you're so lucky that you get to hear her stand up because i'm going to go interview here for for the podcast in just a moment and jenna friedman is so so funny she wrote for my favorite shows. she produced for my favorite shows which means i'm going to do that interview and i'm going to walk into it so confident and what you're going to hear on the podcast is me terrified talking to jenna friedman <laughs> That's the whole thing. I'm also a professional. I'm a comedian who works with lots of comedians. And there's no way I don't sound like an idiot trying to interview Sarah Silverman. That's what's going to happen on the podcast. All of you got to hear a great set. And this is my public apology for everybody else who's going to listen to me go like, remember when you were on Fresh Air? Do you remember? <laughs> it's a show with Terry Gross. You've been on it a few times. So I like the last one. I like your stance on taxes. You want to talk about your stance on taxes? I'm impressed with your stance on I'm more confident making fun of myself talking to Sarah Silverman than I am interviewing Sarah Silverman. Todd Berry, no better. I like your shirt. I have a shirt like that. Where did you get your shirt? Is basically the entirety of the interview. I almost wore that same shirt. What if we were twinsies? I'm a rehash of an old SNL sketch as a real human being. That's all. If if I was bigger and sweated a lot and yelled even more I could be a hit for years. But that That's all I got. So I'm going to go talk to Jenna and try to be really nice and cool. And what's going to happen is my voice is going to shake and I'm going to move the phone so much that you're going to be able to hear it on the recording. So hot podcast coming at you. The world, it's going to be great. Uh, (laughs) I wish I wasn't a nervous creature, but I have to be. I have two choices. If I were to go backstage tonight and try to play it cool while interviewing with somebody, it, all that would happen, it, the podcast would just be a bitch interviewing somebody. None of my, and I'm not using the term in a bad feminist kind of way, I just know myself, I have the kind of insecurities that mask themselves as arrogance. So if I walk in the room trying to be cool, hiding how sweet and nervous I am, it's just going to come off like, I don't even give a fuck that you're here. And that's not an engaging way to host a show. It's untrue. Which means I have to show my true colors. I have to be the dork I am. I'm never going to be a nerd. Nerds are so cool. If I was a nerd, I could rattle off facts. I could have a confident interview. No. Nerds rule the rule. Dorks are never going to have their day. I'm a dork. This is all I get. This is as good as it gets for me. Nerds are ruling everything. Their comic book movies are taking over the box office. That's never going to happen for dorks. There's never going to be a freaks and geeks movie that cashes in a bazillion dollars. (laughs) Sorry, just living my personal moment for you here. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Are we having fun? I'm having fun. Are you having fun? <laughs> I love this show. I love being here. I love that you're here. This night is just stacked with such incredible comedians, and I'm really excited to bring the next one to the stage. He is so darn funny. He's so darn funny, you're going to want to listen to his podcast immediately when you get home. It's called Barely Friending. Everybody, put your hands together for Eddie DeLaSepi. Eddie! <laughs>
6: Hello, how are you guys? Oh, good to be here. Give it up for Kaylin, everybody. Kaylin was great. Let's talk about me. As she said, my name is uh, Eddie. Nice to meet you guys. My real name, very Latin name. Look at my birth certificate. It's actually It Mundo. That's my name. Uh, but I've been called Eddie since the day I was born. And there's a specific reason for that because It Mundo. It's too sexy of a name for a child. (laughs) That name's meant for a man, you know? Like a romantic sexual man, like a romance novel cover kind of guy. Like long hair, a long beard, always wearing linen for some reason, right? Rides a horse, good with a sword. If his hair is a woman too long, she'll miss her period. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't imagine a child. I don't see that. Has anyone seen that name being beckoned by a mom somewhere, all concerned? Being like, the Mundo." (laughs) Has anyone seen my swarthy baby?
0: <laughs>
6: this is my yay high with a pencil mustache and a cape?
0: Has anyone seen my sexy little baby? <laughs>
6: I am a single guy. Any single guys like myself? Woo! <laughs> it's always the saddest woo from the shadows. <laughs> woo! Oh. <laughs> supposed to come to comedy shows to forget, clown. <laughs> not remember. It's not a bad thing to be a single person. It's not. Connectivity, all-time high. Right? You can meet someone on Match.com. There's OKCupid. Okay There's Tinder. There's Bumble. Personally, I don't believe in that stuff, guys. I'm old school, bit of a traditionalist, okay? I'm on Craigslist. Anybody Craigslist standing here? <laughs> Anybody going to Craig it out tonight? Craig it. All right. Why don't people meet each other on Craigslist? Why would you do that? Why would you want to meet someone on a website that the whole time that you're on, you're like, hold on. Is this website even finished yet? What's wrong with Craigslist? It's still just HTML? It's been 14 years, not one flash update. (laughs) Imagine you met someone on Craigslist. Here's why it's problematic, right? Meet someone on Craigslist. Maybe you have a child, a long-lasting relationship, a marriage, right? Kids are inquisitive. They want to know stuff. How do you explain the concept of Craigslist to a child? They'd be like, Dad... What's the story? How did you meet mom? What's the answer? Like, uh, daddy met mommy uh, at an online garage sale.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: He's looking for a lamp, and I left with a lady, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm getting older, as we all are in this room. Getting older. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm looking forward to being, like, 80 years old. I hope I live to be 80, right? Because you can teach things. People that have been on the planet a long time, they te- you can teach younger people. Every day, you learn something. For instance, I was, in, I was in this deli. 20, 30 minutes for us to get in. Lunchtime rush. We're all waiting in line, all exasperated. As we're waiting, this old guy addresses the line. and goes, everybody. We turn on, we go, yeah? He goes, "Word of advice: Don't eat here. The food's shit. <laughs> and my buddy goes, dude, that guy's clearly crazy. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's what old people do instead of yelp. I really do think that. <laughs> yeah, they just publicly shame a business. You ever seen an old guy just yelling, screaming at a dry cleaner? That's his review, all right? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is another true story. This happened not that long ago. Let's just go over my physicalities here, all right? I'm 5'7", not a very tall guy, all right? It's fine. I realized something about myself recently that the top... The torso, the top proportion of my body is not proportional to the bottom half. I'm totally cool with that, right? And this is how I learned it. I went to a dry cleaners, went to get my pants altered. I put these jeans down on the table. The tailor goes, what's your inseam? And I went, 28. And he said verbatim, (laughs) yeah? (laughs) What a way to find out that I have laughable legs. (laughs) I learned two things that day. Number one, I should take my cute little jeans elsewhere. And number two, I didn't know you could be a bully and a seamstress. I didn't know that was possible.
0: <laughs>
6: certain things I just don't agree with today. I guess, I don't know, I'm not an old guy, but certain things I just can't get on board, like vaping, I can't get on board with vaping. Are there any vapists here? Any convicted vapists here? <laughs> vaping is not cool. Vaping is kind of like the man bun of smoking. You know what I mean? <laughs> People defend it all the time. They think it's cool, right? Smoking is cool. A cigarette that's intrinsically cool, always has been. Take a scene in a movie, right? A guy shoots a guy, drops down dead. What does the guy do? Pulls out a cigarette, lights it, takes a drag, blows smoke in him, flicks at him, right? That's how you're supposed to kill a man, am I right, guys? That's how your dad or the guy that's dating your mom touch out a to kill a man. You know what I mean? Well that be like today, 2016. A guy shoots a guy, drops down dead, then pulls out what appears to be a metal clarinet, you know what I mean? <laughs> just blows pumpkin spice in his face. <laughs> he flicks it, but he's got to grab it back because the thing is $100, you know what I mean? <laughs> Deal with weird people all the time. You do, right? as, a, as a comic or as anybody, you can't help but notice how, these peop- how certain people like, interact with you in a social setting. You ever meet someone who's so clueless or out of the loop, they're almost interesting? You know what I mean? Someone is so out of the loop, you can't help but be fascinated by how they live their lives, you know? I was in this used clothing store in Echo Park, looking at some shirts. Guy next to me, I don't know this guy. Looking at some shirts as well. Hey Jude comes on the radio. We all know Hey Jude from the Beatles, right? We all know that song. I turn around, he looks up, all perplexed, grabs his phone, shazams Hey Jude. What? Half the answer's in the song. If you Shazam Hey Jude, Shazam should just pop and be like, seriously, dude, and just delete itself off its phone. <laughs> Here's a real question. This is why I'm, perpl- I'm fascinated by this guy. What does he look up every day on his phone, this clueless man? I'd love to see his history detail on his Google. Some of the questions are like, who are the Beatles? Hey, hold on, what's a beetle? What the hell am I holding? What is this crazy magic brick? You know? Deal with weird people all the time. You ever meet someone who's incredulous, right? Disbelief in a public setting. They want everyone to know so they're not alone in a point, right? I want to go watch Transformers 4 with a buddy, me and him, alone. 2 p.m. matinee. No one's in this movie theater except for me, my friend, and this one guy behind us, by himself eating popcorn. Doesn't say a word. There's a scene where Optimus Prime is running and then midair turns into a truck. This is what I hear from the guy behind me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like dude, they're alien robots and this is where they lose you? <laughs> this one been four of these movies he's just catching on right now. <laughs> Walks out, they're like, I'm starting to think that documentary wasn't real. You, know? <laughs> you guys were a lot of fun. Thanks so much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your night. Eddie
1: Niloseppi, everybody let him hear him. barely friending that's his podcast so many other podcasts to listen to but i'm really glad you're listening to this one if you're listening right now everybody having fun everybody still everybody every single body everybody i want to hear all the hands i've got one more comedian are you ready for one more comedian are you like really ready or you're like super super ready because it seems like you should be more ready everybody ready for your final comedian of the evening let's hear it You've seen him on Conan. You can catch him in the upcoming film starring Tina Fey, Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot. Put your hands together real big for Fahim Anwar, everybody. Fahim! <laughs> I'll do the headliner tonight. You were our final comedian for that's the true. evening.
2: I, that's what I love about comedy is that like whoever's going last is by default. It's whole the headliner, headliner, everybody. It is like this false like crown of like, hey guys, I'm the guy you came to see. <laughs> Even though I'm the least famous person on this thing. Like,
1: I would come to see you anywhere. You're hilarious. Well, that's nice. Thank You're so, you. are so, so funny. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's also just a buzzword that gets any audience excited anytime. For sure. And this show flew right by, but if well, you've got a long yeah, lineup yeah, yeah. and you need to bring
2: the crowd it's, back. It's less comical on this one because it is like... Uh, a normal lineup. It doesn't like some shows will have forty comics on it. Oh yeah. And then they'll yeah. be like the 40th comic will be like your headliner, the guy you came to see, and there's like two people left.
1: When's the last time you were in the audience for a comedy show as just an audience member, no performer, not backstage, just in the seats watching the it's show? In a long time. I came so to put your long. hands together last week. Really? And I had so much fun. Huh. But by about hour one, I was like, "How? Who am did, I? Did where am I?" It's next to Central Did You go
2: with somebody? Or I did yourself? go with somebody. Okay, I okay. Had Friends. All right, that makes sense.
1: I mean, I have friends, sort of.
2: But that's still kind of like, you're sort of, you're sort of a saint for doing that. Because, like, a lot of comics wouldn't, once they've gone the round of the comedian, yeah. they can't go back to sitting in the audience.
1: I mean, honestly, that's why I did it, to get nominated for Sainthood. And right, I'm this close, yeah. man. I'm so close. Would, you got my vote. I'm an atheist lesbian who's this <laughs> close to being nominated. Do you get nominated for Sainthood? I, I honestly think so. don't. Don't I have to die first? I
0: don't
2: know. Like, not on Let's stage? not yet.
1: Or in an interview. But just to actually, honestly, die.
2: Oh, no, don't die.
1: I won't. Don't worry. Okay, good. Uh, you're going to be such a famous actor. I don't think.
2: Well, I don't know if that's true. I
1: heard you talking about pilot Kate, season.
2: Yeah. Oh, I had this MTV thing, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I got picked up, and the, it was a Nicole Byer project. In the I'll, show
1: business world, that means lingo, that it's going to happen.
2: Check up deadline. No, but I'm such, like, comedians are much more pessimistic than actors. Like, actors are all, like, pie, you know, yeah. pie in the sky. Whereas we've been kicked in the teeth so many so times. So many times. Nothing is true. Right. Until it's
1: Long on, after it's, it's so, true. yeah. Until, yeah.
2: Even <laughs> after it's already happened, I don't believe it's true.
1: Until our parents are disappointed in it. That well that's true.
2: all the time. I've right, given yeah, up on that. Right. But so then that's no more. I was a series regular on that and then they're retooling the show. Oh of course. So now I'm back to the grind of pilot season and it's just entertaining, I guess.
1: Oh, you're so so funny. I'm just yeah. gonna compliment one specific show that almost nobody yeah, was yeah, listening yeah. was actually at. But the last time I saw you live was at Brew That's
2: one of my favorite shows. Isn't that a life. great show? Yeah.
1: Phenomenal show I here in ask, Los I Angeles. I always ask I'm
2: like, hey, when can I get back? Always. And Dolcetti, great to you here. Thank, Thank you, you, man. It's, uh, so great. Yeah. We
1: were just talking about Bruhaha. Feel free to jump oh, in. Oh, great, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And again, not to advertise every other show in Los Angeles uh, on I mean, this, this show. Is, this is
2: a great show. But
1: when you're planning your comedy tour of Los Angeles as a tourist, to you come brouhaha. to put your hands together. You come to Bruhaha. Yes. I think those are both excellent well, choices. Bruhaha is
6: almost preposterous yeah. that this could exist.
1: Oh, it's crazy. I'm
6: surprised that it
2: keeps on like growing. You know, know. and like, it does. Like, and it's and it's at the oddest place, which is like a lot of shows in
6: LA.
1: Yeah, a lawn. A lawn. A a weird backyard place. patio it feels like
6: a, a frat movie, out. and like the cops yeah. are All right, what's happening here, yeah. guys?
1: Break it up here, kids!" <laughs> you do Cup, like swinging his nightstick and kind of sauntering yeah, coming yeah, yeah. in like nobody but we'll it's not going to get Russ. but yeah it's <laughs> and then, cheese it it's the fuzz is a phrase that would be out
6: yeah, take it easy yeah, yeah, if I yeah. it
1: set. Yeah, they it
2: even broadcast it on a yeah. projector on the front lawn which is crazy because there's not enough room in the back lawn there isn't enough room and in the back lawn there's still a lot of people watching a two second delayed cam <laughs> feed of the show happening in the backyard it's so strange
1: well you were wonderful there uh, okay, I wish you all you. the best of luck uh, we will see you on both giant's uh, screens for Whiskey Tango Foxtrot and I am overly confident that we will see you all over the small screen as well.
2: Hey, well, thanks. I'll do what I can. We'll see see what happens. I hope it's true.
1: Thanks for for having me. Good night. Hostess Caitlin Gill. Thank you so much. If you live here, come to this show every week. It's always amazing. If you live far away, listen to this podcast every week. It's always amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Cayman Rio will be back next week in style, full of tales of their adventure. Uh, I hope to see you all again. Thank you so much, everybody. Good night.
0: Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Your hands together. Put your hands together.